Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's like a squid tree. That's now. like... The Kusulian squid. It's like George O'Keefe having a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of nightmarish creatures surprise the party. Metra, you take 11 points of strength. Oh, <laughs> man. God. I fall unconscious. <gasps> All seem lost. Now it's pulled Sir Will slowly into the room. Jeez. Until the heroes discovered a key weakness. Metra's just laying down. And just yeah. Boom. <laughs> Bumps it into the room and awesome. and you just hear it let out this horrible scream. Oh, oh, it's vulnerable to fire! And rallied to defeat the monstrosities. And it's dead. Oh, yes. oh, oh God, it couldn't pull me oh. in. The creature falls to the ground, just writhing, twitching, shoot, spurting out black blood from this bullet wound and from the arrows sticking in its carcass. The adventure continues. And two very ominous-looking chests lie in wait. No. As we went off the air last week, I noticed something that uh, I had just I had seen before we started the encounter, and then I just let it go out of my head because I was like, "Oh, that's not going to matter anymore." Um, and the thing that I saw was that those creatures had spell resistance, and the reason I threw it out of my mind is because Metro went down pre-combat. It did, and so I was like, "Oh, good, I don't have to worry about the spell resistance." And it's just I took that thought out of my head and I just threw it in the trash and then you came back up you fireballed me twice and I forgot to have you roll it so go ahead and give me two rolls for spell resistance <laughs> what the hell are you talking about <laughs> two rolls 21 was the first fireball damage 40 was the second we can go back and redo this entire <laughs> combat 32 for the first one I'd like your second one please <laughs> oh not great 22 pass Fail. And that was the 40-point big boy. It was the 40-point big boy. That was the big one. Wow. wow. Hands off the chess piece. Isn't that, ba- isn't yeah. that too bad? As they say in the RPG business. It's really fortunate that's our standing policy. Yeah. 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 Really I mean, what is the policy when it's been a whole week? <laughs> bring it back. That's all right. I'll get you on the back end. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I was rooting for you. I I'm really sure you, you will. Really wanted you to pass. How you doing today? How you feeling? Me? Yeah, I was good until Matthew uh, brought up something very sad uh, a second ago. (laughs) Oh no, no! You did. You came in in a good mood. Yeah, I was feeling good. Think about it. I was like, the odds of him starting with this are probably like fifty fifty. I wasn't going to. But Joe just said that. But don't tell the audience you sat in them. You're going to put this in their heads the way it's in yours. (laughs) Don't pretend, Joe, like you didn't know what I was going to do when you. I see that wig. I'm sitting here uh, and I'm thinking, I'm like, look at this. Look at all these rooms we're uncovering. There's only so many rooms left. And then the adventure is over. And Matthew says something to the effect of like, it's like, you only have 40 Christmases left. <laughs> I compared it to the you ever think about it that way? of realizing that 
your time on this earth is finite and you should make the best of it. Well, you can. and I mean, to be fair to Matthew, based off of average U.S. life expectancy, you have more like 35. That's just depressing. I, I did. Sad. I did give you, I threw an extra 10 years on there for you, buddy. Can you believe that? Can you believe I that? I don't want to think You've about only it. got 30 some Christmases left. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> A mere 15 Christmases I left think in his... by then they'll have a cure for death. They I, have think, to. I think you're right. There's got it. There's got to be somebody, somebody working on this. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it. You know, but well, as a vampire, well, can you celebrate Christmas? Sure. Give me a little different. <laughs> you, you just <laughs> got to go to bed Are early? vampires repelled as much by images of Santa as they are from images of the True Cross? Ah, you know, that's interesting. I guess you'd have to just celebrate the, uh, the superficial parts of Christmas and yeah. you go to church. You're right. just celebrating Moss. The name Christ is in the name of the holidays. Yeah. Vampires can't say Christmas. I celebrate the all-empowered Moss. <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. Merry Moss. Yeah. They can, can they not even say Christmas? I don't I, think so. Yeah. Hey, happy Moss. Uh, it's happy holidays. <laughs> do, you th- do you think um, all of the vampires work? Vampires just eat some. They work at Starbucks. <laughs> Isn't there something about like a holly steak in vampires? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm thinking of Scrooge with a steak of holly through through his heart, that kind of thing. Which, like, you don't want to be like a steak of whatever kind of wood. Through your heart, as vampires, bad. So. Right. Yeah, but isn't doesn't well, no, because the holly or and mistletoe date back to like druidic custom, right? I think so, right? Yeah. So sounds druidic. If I'm remembering my first edition player's guide. Let me tell you something, Matthew. This is why your theory's wrong, because you forgot about Christmas in July. Boom! 80 Christmases. <laughs> there you go. That's well, suck my mistletoe. <laughs> I prefer not, because I believe that is toxic to humans. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> suck it to you. Yeah, what are we doing about Christmas in July? Uh, I celebrate. Uh, Lifetime brings back, uh, excuse me, not Lifetime, but Hallmark brings back all the Christmas movies on 24 7. Well, we talked about we doing talked about this. gift exchange. Oh, oh. Yeah, that fell through, huh? <laughs> well, we got six months so to much for real. our 80th Christmas. <laughs> Remember, there's a three thousand dollar limit, right? <laughs> Surely you'd want to take advantage of that. Damn it! You just see a sign behind Troy drop from eighty to seventy. <laughs> <laughs> he rips it. He rips off his calendar. <laughs> Word a day calendar. Yeah, that is depressing. I don't like going down that that mind road. <laughs> Me, you didn't have. You haven't had that thought since you were, you know, oh eight. No, I never think about it in terms of Christmas. That just takes something sad and makes it even sadder. Mm. Think like, about all the joy you'll have in the interim. Oh, yeah. No, I, it's, it's you have one. to focus on that or, you, or you'll go insane. That's a lot of Christmas, Christmases. Yeah. It's about as many Christmases as you've had. That's more than Jesus got. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> he topped out at 33. And then we just a no, birthday party. No, we didn't celebrate it. No, it was just a birthday party for him. Yeah. It's like my wife, born on Christmas. Yeah. I don't even want to do this. <laughs> See, you you destroyed the psyche. I told you. Again. <laughs> <laughs> completely unnecessary. But the reason I, he was I completely fine before you said anything. He's actually now look in a good him. mood. He was in a good mood for once and you destroyed him. Look at him. <laughs> I sense there is a part of Troy that appreciates that. I know how much he thinks about death. <laughs> I do enjoy the gallows humor, but it was uncalled for and it hurt you. <laughs> you should know by now that you leave Christmas out of it. It's untouchable. There are wow. some yeah. things that are untouchable. Yep. I guess I've struck a nerve. Let's get off of Christmases because I just got off yours. Oh! <laughs> the show. <laughs> There's nothing like it. The show gets stupider as it goes, which is nice. <laughs> Oh, man. Anything uh, else depressing you guys want to talk about? How's everybody's 401k that we don't offer? 
<laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that uh, retirement. It's getting pretty sad for our generation. Yeah, think about those last ten Christmases right now. But here's the other crazy thing. Here we go. I feel like I like, especially I. I enjoy Christmas as you enjoy Christmas, Troy. Well, that's not, not true. Not as much because you enjoy it too much, maybe. No but such thing. It feels like Christmas is a fairly constant experience in your history. Mm-hmm. But you've only had how old are you? Forty seven. You only had forty seven. By the time of the release of this episode, I will still be forty two. I think. I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure. Never hundred percent sure at this age. <laughs> yeah, my wife and I went back and forth the other day for at least fifteen minutes. We didn't know how old we were. <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah, I have, that I have to think to about. Me. It. I have to like do the math. I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure. I may be fifty. I'm really not sure. My, did we miss it? <laughs> my, I think. Did we miss your fiftieth? I hope not. I was born in seventy eight. Fuck you, COVID. September seventy eight. So. No, just robbed a whole year. Forty two. Yeah, Joe. What? You're forty or 41? forty one? <laughs> I needed a second. Forty one. I was born in seventy nine. So yes, because yeah. there's two months. Your your birthday's in November. Yeah, there's two months that I'm two years older than you. What's my exact birthday? November. How dare you? Huh. September fourth. That's not true. Seventy-eight. That's mine. I know because I'm your friend. I just said <laughs> September and seventy-eight. You had a one in thirty chance of getting it right. <laughs> and I said no. It's the exact date that yours is November. <laughs> Am I right? Sorry, there was a little bit of interference there, Troy. It was November. Right. <laughs> he actually had a one in thirty-one chance. There are thirty-one. Di- no, there's thirty days. I'm gonna. Without even looking, I'm gonna say November tenth. That was going to be. Uh, you that is correct. Hey! You're the day after wow. my friend Abe. Yeah, it was November 9th. You're my best friend. <laughs> 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 Ooh, Matthew made me sad. I don't even want to play this game. Because <laughs> <laughs> Matthew made me sad. <laughs> it's, just, <sighs> it's just so funny to me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm transporting myself back mentally to all every single one of the live shows where Troy has just gone to town. In a way, I'm like, I'm not going to let this affect me. And then I spend the next two hours affected. Yeah, yeah. Oh. that. But oh. you, you pretend like it doesn't bother you for the sake of the entertainment of the audience. Exactly. Whereas Troy has no such interest. I'm devastated. <laughs> devastated. You try not to think about it. You get down that mine tunnel, and it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's bleak. It's nothing. Does it feel like the before? Does it feel like the after? You know, Tolkien called it the gift of man. Yeah. The Numenorians called it the curse of man. He called it the gift of man. Well, that's a nice way of looking at it. It and gives I've, meaning yeah. to our lives. For sure. The fact that it is limited. Embrace it. Yeah, I say. And I believe in an afterlife, too. So, like, I should be oh. less depressed than a Matthew. Yeah. Who believes in nothing. Who believes in nothing. Yep. I believe in, I believe in making those 47 Christmases you had and the 40-some-odd Christmases you'll have left count. I'm going to pee on your grave. <laughs> Just like last week. And you're going to love it. <laughs> See, I'm going to soldier forth as if that did not strike it a part of me. <laughs> <laughs> the image of Troy pissing on your brain. Oh but let the, records, let, the, let the record reflect. That wounded me, sir. I wonder if we'll get to a point like, uh, you know, with the irreverence of a Monty Python, where I could eventually, uh, 25 years from now when you die... Uh, <laughs> take a picture of me peeing on your grave smiling and people would be like that is hilarious well so uh, you ever see john cleese's <laughs> eulogy for graham chapman yes that's what yeah, i'm thinking it's yeah uh, yeah it's that he was like he, a lot of people are saying how wonderful he was but i disagree 
It's the he best. was a bastard and good riddance. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Best it's so great. Eulogy ever. Incredible. Yeah, it's a yeah. good one. <laughs> I promise, Matthew. You'll get a little Troy shower. <laughs> Pushing up daisies. It's appropriate. Can I get that in writing? It's appropriate you would do that to him after he died, because we all know that if we pee on your face, you would kill yourself. That's true. That's true. And then you'd have no Christmas to left. What if, you ri- <laughs> what if the urine makes you rise from the dead, and then you pee on me, and then I kill myself and die in the final embrace? Wow. We established last week that your urine does have strange properties, so That's I wouldn't true. put it past it. Yes. Uh, well, this gives me a lot to think about. <laughs> Maybe I'll put this into GCP 2.0. I, I mean, these themes can definitely what, be the gift of man? Explored. Yeah, the gift of man. It is a gift. It makes you want to live your live each day. Makes you not want to worry about the small stuff, Matthew. Yeah, like lawyers and contracts. <laughs> you love them. I love a good lawyer. Yeah, Matthew. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Matthew loves a good lawyer. So we just like I just want to be around them. Oh, I, uh, it's always my, best, my, my two best friends actually are lawyers. He's always <laughs> advocating whenever anything comes up. It's like, should we talk to the lawyer about this? I think to we should fair, talk to a lawyer. All those things, <laughs> just, all those things <laughs> it is referring to are legal contracts. Well, sure, but still, that's sweating the small stuff, baby. Who's <laughs> gonna look up at you contracts when you're dead? Here's how yeah. I see it: I don't have to spend time <laughs> in contracts. Lawyers do, and I the, and we can. You literally, there are people, there are professionals who are experts in that field who can handle that for you. Who needs them? Bunch of ambulance chasers, if you ask me. Think about how empty their lives are. Yeah, that's right. yeah, Troy. <laughs> You're not thinking about the lawyers here. Yeah. Our, we have a sizable minority of lawyers who listen to this, po- this, po- this yes. podcast. No, uh, you guys, I'm sure, are having a great time. Matthew's going to get 20 emails from all of them after the show. <laughs> hey, he needs to know. <laughs> are your services free <laughs> anyways don't sweat the small stuff you're I'm, sitting at home and you're listening to listening to us talk and you're worried about something ask yourself is it worth really worrying about if you die tomorrow odds are probably not that's a thing to remember that's a thing i wish i could have focused on in my 20s hmm. remember having that relationship where you were like this relationship is bad I know it's bad, mm-hmm. but I just, I'm playing a game of chicken here to see which one of us is going to pull out of it, because we both know it's bad, but we're just like, ah, I, I, we can't get out of it. It's, it's too complicated. We live together. We're, we're both on the lease. We have, a, we have a pet. We're both on the lease. And then you think later on, if you're going to die the next day, right. get the fuck out of that relationship. If that's you today and you get out of that relationship... Write it in at uh, Matthew at glasscannonnetwork.com. It's <laughs> yeah, right. actual email address. That is my actual email address. Yes. And yet, Troy does not send me any email. But that is, yeah, no, that, I didn't even know he knew your email address. I know. Mine either. You know what? Troy is excellent at distinguishing between my two email addresses. He invited me to a a get-together a while ago. Use my personal. Personal. Any work stuff goes to my work stuff. But I told him on the first... He asked me. He was worried about it. He said... Are you going to respond to this work email? I said, yes. And we established trust that day that we'll never die. One Unlike thing. Troy. Grant is very good at <laughs> like Troy, who will making it clear what he wants. Mm. So he gets it. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Wait, that's all I had to do? Yes. 
<laughs> he gonna, wants a lawyer. I want a, I want a lawyer <laughs> to review your your roasty pre-show, pre-live show comments before we go on. Now, you know what? I think that would probably be best for the comedy and entertainment of the show. Yeah. Hey. We just had a lawyer look over your notes. Cross off what they think is inappropriate. Redact. Quite literally. And then let you go with what's left. Anything that leaves us criminally liable. Yeah. See, I think these these live shows, I've been considering just have them be uh, less less just me making fun and more just banter. Because we don't need it. Yeah. We don't need the silly game. I wholeheartedly support that decision. Yeah. I like it both ways. It could falter. We could play the game afterwards, right? No, we just banter for two hours. No, that's what I'm saying. We banter for two hours, and then we go back to the green room, and we play that book of Jade Regent. Oh, that's finished. Nice. Oh, See, yeah. yeah. There, there we go. Oh, that is a there show. There we go. There's a show. That's <laughs> a show. That's, that's an evening. Show. That's a fun evening in Columbus. <laughs> Get ready, Origins. Get ready. We're coming. <laughs> that legendary Jade Regent session afterwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Like, all right, everybody. Uh, We're going to go play Jade Regent. <laughs> We're not going to say anything about Good it. Night. You We're won't better. hear it. Any details? Hope you enjoyed our talk about toaster strudels and transformers. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go put in the green room. That's a great idea for another podcast for the network. Uh, TNT, we'll call it the TNT. We'll play a little game of TNT tonight. <laughs> it'll sound TNT. Like the, it'll sound like the androids and aliens theme song, but just have dogs in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God. Well. Uh, let's get back an initiative here. So that didn't take full damage, and it goes <laughs> oh, to bite. Or I don't even know where we are. What are you talking no, about? I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, that's all right. You know, sometimes you got to roll it over. There's been a handful of times where I've just rolled it over. Um, that forty points of damage will be rolled on to the hit points of the next character you face. So yeah. you, 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 I like that. It all idea. comes out in the wash. I like that. You, yeah. I have a I have a proposal for you. Oh, listen. How would send you it like? to your lawyer and have it send him on. I'm going to suggest that I take 40 hit points of damage right now. No, but you can just cure it. Well, I want you to take You it. could have just cured yours. It's true. All right, so you want to go back on an issue? <laughs> Let's talk about these chests. Ooh, you love a good chest. How about a chest that has a skull on it with chain manacles? That's right. Or... Monocle, as Milton says, <laughs> hanging from its eye sockets. Monocle. It sounds Monocle. like something that would have been in this space before we moved into it. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, they cleared them exactly. out and they put them in book six. <laughs> I'm on fire with Grant. Doesn't yeah, man. I love Grant, Grant is your biggest fan. I love a good Grant laugh. I feel like I accomplished something. For all of you out there who don't like the banter. The worst thing that can happen oh. is if Troy gets one of us. Oh, forget oh, yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> the, that's another 15 go. minutes. Oh. Easy. When I have Skid Gaspin for air oh, or man. Joe doing the really loud yell laugh, <laughs> those are my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Good stuff. The old yell laugh. When you're just like, ah! <laughs> that's my favorite thing that happens every year. Wait, I only could think of like three occasions in the network when that's happened. Oh, the the best. Yeah, I reserve it for the best. There was one during the Strange Ants Marathon, which is very yeah, recent. Yep. In 40 years, that's how Joe will die. Just with a big yell laugh. I got a... <laughs> it, was, uh, it does sound like a death <laughs> it, was, it was all the guys outside. They were like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember it was the there, but what was the... I, you gotta listen to it. it was probably some name I made up at the moment uh, Like Schwartz Ruggington <laughs> Actually now that I think about it I think there's one moment on GCP I think there's one moment in A&A And one moment in Strange Aeons <laughs> in the marathon, yeah. And then What was the GCP moment? 
Mary Beardchin and Barry Broadfinger. Oh, uh, that might have been, been it. God, yeah. there's been so many. We have so much fun. And then, of course, I think the... the oh, I know the A&A moment. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the haircut yeah, thing. Haircut thing. Yeah. yeah. But the hard time I have, I have personally laughed the hardest on anything we've ever done was... Uh, the orphan puncher's backstory. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I was just thinking about that the other day. And then he watch. said, watch, watch this. this. <laughs> I mean, I will Buck never. I was that. crying for like 10 straight minutes. All of you that were in the, in the uh, audience that day, congratulations. <laughs> there were so few of you. And you deserve to hear that. It was, it that was, was very so amazing. So few of we should be way more popular. <laughs> I know! I know, what the hell? Uh, was, that was so that funny. That was brilliant. My father was killed by an orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> by what, an orphan? Yes, an entire orphanage. <laughs> I haven't been able to tell you this yet, Skid. I have a screenshot of it on my PlayStation 5. I did a quick race weeks ago and the person who won the race was orphan puncher underscore oh whoa and it has to be from you oh, I, ha- I have to believe it was that wow just all as right. good as racing cars as he is at punching orphans wow maybe the word is getting out yeah all right all right all right monocles 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 two chests dark chests with a symbol emblem of nadal what are you gonna do uh sir will's gonna cast detect evil and just get the po- get an idea of the potency. Um, in the second round, he basically can can sense if it's uh, you know if it's if it's like overwhelming or if one is more overwhelming than than another. You don't detect any evil. If you do, it's probably all in your mind from these dark looking chests. Okay. While they check out the chests, I'm going to acid splash the. Uh, the last creature to die until I get to 40 points of damage. Okay. It was, would have been still <laughs> conscious. So it just sits there and takes it like a piano. <laughs> Jumps out a window. <laughs> yeah, that's how it died. <laughs> it's actually a good policy regardless. It's yeah, free. Splash everything. Yeah, I'll have to splash the other one too. Okay. Yeah. You guys never even... Uh, do you want to try a Dungeoneering to figure out a little yeah. more info about them? Anyone, who has Dungeoneering? I rolled it and I failed during the battle, unless you're giving me a So new sorry. Maybe. No! 24 hours. You need to sleep on it. I don't think anybody has. I, I it's don't. not our specialty. Yeah, not for Sir Will. I wish I had Pembroke. Uh, Sir yeah. Will will say, stay here, Lexington. He will dismount and walk toward the chests, looking at the sheriff just... Just be careful, Sheriff. Great evil resides in these, but we cannot let it go unexplored, especially if it's something we can destroy. Are we immune to the effects of these symbols after we've saved? Oh, right. Yeah, it's, uh, I just tell you, it's, you're immune for 24 hours. Okay. So if you want to cover them up in case you want to come back in this room, you can. Um, Yeah. We'll just leave them out for the next guy. Yeah. Uh, Metro will reach out and grab Sir Will's arm. Careful. They might be trapped. Nesta, would you like oh, to no, look? let me check. I'll I'll take a look. Ooh, yes. That is good. Uh, that is 50. Okay, so just focusing in on the chest. Chest, 50 is high enough to see that both of them uh, don't appear to be trapped or locked. Oh, that's weird. Don't like that. <sighs> well... Um, Baron will approach from behind Sir Will and Nestor and just peek over. 
Sir Will will open one of the chests. You open one of the chests. Empty. Yeah. Dumb. Open you will the uh, one. reach inside. See if it truly is empty. Stick your hand inside. Feel around at the bottom. Felt bottom. And you feel a coin. Oh. Pull it up. Is it fe- It's felt? Yeah. Well, it is now. <laughs> one platinum piece. Strange. What do you make of it, Sheriff? I is it a normal denomination, like of the nation or whatever? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually uh, uh, Nidal heraldry on it. Is there? Uh, is that evil or magic, or whatever? I'll detect magic on the coin. You detect magic on the coin. You don't detect the magic of the coin, but you still detect magic in the room. If you hold it there for a second, there's magic coming from the symbols, but then there's magic coming from crates behind the second chest that you haven't opened. And there's no, if we search the, the first chest, there's no secret compartment or anything. Roll perception. I'll do that, too. Mm, not great. 24. A 35. No. no. Seems like it's been emptied, whatever was in it. Mm-hmm. Plot one platinum piece. He'll reach over and open the other one. Quit with the other one. Uh, you don't see anything inside. I'll detect magic in the chest just to make sure there's nothing hidden. Detect magic. You don't detect anything. I'll do another perception check for a secret yeah. chamber. Mm-hmm. 30. 19 on the die for a 41. Oh! You both see, but Barrett sees a little better, a piece of paper folded up and, like, wedged in between a crack uh, where, like, two edges of the chest meet. Like where the felt is, like, yeah. dense. I, I see what you're saying. It's, like, wow. dug into the felt underneath the, the crack. Barrett will pluck it out. And pluck it out, and it's a uh, parchment. Uh, looks like a letter. It was a wax seal that has been broken, um, but you can tell that the wax seal has the same symbol of the skull, okay. the manacles. You open it up, and uh, it's in giant, which I'm sure you can mm-hmm. read. And it says, uh, Almighty Volstice, please accept this humble offering as a preliminary payment on behalf of the Umbral Court. As your conquest of the realm begins in earnest, my superiors want to ensure that Nidal is left alone (laughs) when the cities of the small folk crumble under your firm hand. Fucking Nidal, man. There is more where this came from, and we look forward to serving you in any way once the world is yours. Oh, man. Sincerely, Krellin Shadow Spear, Holy Inquisitor of Zonkuthon, emissary of the Emerald Court of Nidal. That's amazing. So it's it's almost like how uh, lords of uh, of a king want like hunting grounds and whatnot for an evil empire like that. They would just want to be able to loot and spread whatever they do anywhere, and then this would be the perfect type or just of ruler protection. for them. If they just want protection, yeah, they, they're just buying. They're betting. Off, like, they're betting on the giants. Yeah. Wow. So I wonder if the, that giant that we, the Inquisitor we fought downstairs, is an emissary, like a, an ambassador from. It, yeah. Was, she the, said she was. From the Umber Court. Yeah. That's what the letter said, too. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, well, I mean. But the, the letter's from a human. Yeah. I think the letter's from somebody else. But she said, like, the name of the Umber Court. The Umber Court. Yeah. Uh, wow. Interesting. Okay. 
And then the, what is behind the chest? Behind the crates, behind the chest. Big roll perception. You roll it this time. We do all the rolling around here. <laughs> all right. 30. I didn't get it. 94. 30. Uh, Anybody beat 30? 38. Uh, 45 against traps. Okay. Uh, you are sensing the magical emanations. You don't really have to roll the perception, but there's a lot of shit in here. So trying to pinpoint exactly where this is coming from was a DC 30 perception check. Mm. And both Nestor and Metra see a, a, a giant wooden casket stored behind a loose oh. stone. It's Dracula. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> Careful. It's huge. It looks like it weighs thousands of pounds. Wooden. Stone. No, it's it's like a behind the wall you saw like a little opening and there's a stone casket oh, stone. inside that it's gotta weigh thousands of pounds and you try to try and open it to see what's inside, you gotta drag it out. Okay. You gotta drag something that weighs ton a ton out? Well, how much? How many pounds in a ton? Two thousand. Yeah, a couple tons. Give me a strength check. <laughs> um, do we have? Is there a spell like levitation Can or we, something like that? What about the spiritual ally? How how much strength does that thing have? It'll help you. Well, yeah. You want to put on a belt and call a spiritual ally? Yeah. Sir Will might be strong enough to just pull it out himself. Maybe Lexington can drag it out. Gotcha, Joe. I'm ignoring that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess if you switch out belts like that, it's a the regular incredible dexterity belts we have is a temporary ability bonus for the first 24 hours it's worn. I don't know how. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't. I, I've never understood the distinction. But yeah, it's like you get you get the bonus. Oh no! Is it like how temporary ability damage doesn't lower your actual hit points, but it gets you closer to death? Is it uh, like that? I can say this. There was a time when I can we knew tell this. you this. If it was <laughs> intelligence or wisdom or charisma, for example, all of your skills that rely on those oh, would go up. Right. But you can't prepare an extra spell per day, right? As okay. if you had that intelligence score, or you can't prepare spells. That require that intelligence score, but like dexterity and strength, I don't know what the, the difference, difference is be. between temporary and permanent. Yeah, right. I don't know, but um, yeah, I think you you benefit from it as normal. I think. Well, yeah, I mean, I can switch out easily, so um, yeah, I Nestor like whips off his belt of whatever it is and puts on the belt of with the spiritual ally. Okay. And boom, summons forth that thing. All right, so you summon forth the uh, spiritual ally. Spiritual ally um, uses your base attack bonus, you're not, plus your wisdom bonus when it makes a melee attack. In terms of what sort of strength it has. Ooh, wisdom bonus. Yeah, I think it would probably be tied into your wisdom. So, if anything, I'm going to say it can give you another hand to aid if the five of you want to try and pull this out. Hello, spiritual ally. It just, it's just this, like, wavering figure that's de- one of the ones that's depicting, depicted on the belt. It's, like, fuzzy and out of focus. And it just nods at you. What does it look like? Looks like a uh, female uh, warrior from another time. 
dressed in like five ring armor. What uh, is your name, fearsome warrior? Its mouth moves, but no sound comes out. How convenient. Real chatterbox. I don't know if I can stand it. Well, anyway, give us a hand with this uh, thing, if you would. Buzz. And it provides aid. I'll roll to aid, Sir Will. Yeah, I can aid. Who's going to be Sir Will's the one lifted? Uh, I aid also. I aid. Natural 20. Ooh. No. On the aid. Should have been Metra. Four, six, eight. You get a plus eight to this. All right, Lexington. Let's hunk it down. Can Lexington aid? Sure. Sure. Just push his little face against it. Lexington successfully aids. Just bangs into the side of the wood. Nudging it. Why not? Little nudge. Have fun. And Sir Will plants his small legs. Twenty-nine. Oh, it's DC twenty-eight. Oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome! The wow, Natty fifteen. So this thing weighs five thousand pounds. Cool, that's heavy. And the six of you just <laughs> pull it out. You open it up, and this casket contains what looks like loot. From raids. Oh. It's just like all piled in oh, there. There's nobody. Nobody. Whoa. It's just loot. Straight cash. It's a sarcasticus. Better. <laughs> oh, God. Better than that. It looks like it's loot from the cities of small folk because it's all medium sized. Oh, how about nice. that? These are conflict full diamonds. How about. <laughs> That there is magical armor. Whoa. There is a dozen magical arrows. Ooh. There is a feather token with Ooh, a tree love. emblazoned on the quill. Love a good feather toke. There's a rod. Oh. oh. There's a wand. Oh. Yes. There are assorted gems worth, I'll just tell you, a total of 7,650 gold Whoa. pieces. Oh. Nice. And then there is also money. There's 35,725 silver pieces and 12,430 gold pieces. Oh, my God. Are you writing this all down, Grant? This is amazing. I got, I got uh, 7,656 gold pieces worth of jewelry, 35,000 silver, and 12,000 gold pieces? Correct. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Right. None you know, it's funny because if you continue the incredible. campaign beyond... Book six, which they give you options for. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's do it. All that would be so awesome. <laughs> Dude, that All would be amazing. Handy. Yeah, well, yeah. Dude, We should just 20. go around and kill every king from, like, every country to take over <laughs> the whole fucking That's world. what we did in no. my d campaign <laughs> you in elementary school. You guys. That's what we did. All Metro wants is startup capital for that patio paving business. <laughs> It's his what, modest ambitions. What capital do you need besides resting every day to get those spell <laughs> slots back? Just needs a tent. Are you I talking got, about marketing? I got to hire a second and third level sorcerer to come be my apprentices and co-worker. You Charm person, you definitely need my a friend. friend and consultant. You know what? Let me see a business plan. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah, see, she's got it. She's got to have enough capital to give herself the time to write the business plan. But I'm sure you've already hired the lawyer for that job. <laughs> That's another thing. I got to hire a lawyer. <laughs> All right. Let's identify these items. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you what they are. Were there any 
halfling villages raided by chance. <laughs> you see the heads of four halfling children. <laughs> yes! <laughs> They're committing war crimes. Yeah. As you're digging around, oddly enough, you find the heads of four halfling children. <laughs> Jackpot. They have zero Christmases left. <laughs> it's plus three flaming arrows. Nice. How, I'm not how many? Roll spell, spellcraft because you'll plus to three flaming. A dozen plus three flaming arrows. Oh hell yeah! Else to the. Uh... It is a feather token tree. I said that. Let's see what that does. And then actually, I, I do want some spellcraft. Now I'm looking at these. I'm like, ooh, actually, I'm going to need a little bit. Feather token tree is a, a token that causes a great oak to spring into being. <laughs> it's a fu- and that that's an instantaneous effect. That's what it does. I love that. Wonder that's why. awesome. You would need that. Interesting. Five foot diameter trunk, 60 foot height, 40 foot top diameter. Instantaneous. Instantaneous tree. Boom. Tree. Tree. Boom. Cost 400 gold. Every character should have this. <laughs> you know what? It would have been really handy in uh, Skiergard. Where there were no twigs for you yeah. to use, right? Maybe you'd like to build an arboretum uh, next to your paving business. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. Give me some spell crafties. All right. Give me some cool, tasty crafties. I'll aid Metra because I only have a plus five. Natural 20. Nice. nice. Yeah. Save me a trip. Okay, Barry, you didn't beat that? I did not aid. Okay. Barry oh, gets none of the loot. This is going to be fun. That's not how this works. <laughs> All right, so the the armor, which I, I think someone might be interested in, it is a plus three shadow-studded leather. Ooh. Oh, cool. Wow. Wow. Um, so obviously plus three studded leather is probably better than what someone has, but the shadow property... The armor blurs the wearer whenever she tries to hide, while also dampening the sound around her, granting a plus five competence bone on stealth checks. Wow. But you still have the armor check penalty, which shouldn't matter. Uh, so it's great for a nester, but I don't know if it's better than what he has. It would have been great for Dogrith, but I don't know if it was better than what Dogrith has. But plus five bonus to stealth, yeah. while also being plus three armor. Yeah, yeah, it was close. Dogrith had some pretty good armor by the end, but that yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd, I'd take it. Yeah, I'm wearing plus three mithril chainmail, so like, it really wouldn't be any better. Probably worse, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think you get because mithril is light, makes that armor light for those purposes, and gets a better bonus. Right, the studded leather is going to slow you down, and I think it's less AC bonus. So, so no, it'll be the same. It's extent. also light armor. Yeah, they're both light. Oh, so it's the same. Mine's only light because it's made out of mithril. Though. Okay. Um... You want to hear about the wand or the rod? Let's do rod. Rod first. No. Wand first. Dude, the rod. Yeah, rod. There's a chance the rod could be legendary. Yeah. The wand's going to be garbage. It's a pretty sweet rod. It's going to be a wand. of <laughs> One person can use this, and it's on nobody's spell list. It's on the spiritualist spell list. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it's a pretty sweet rod. <laughs> Matthew, you're going to be into this rod. <laughs> As far as rods go, this is right up your alley. <laughs> it is a wand with 41 charges. Oh, it's going to be really terrible. A wand of obsidian flow. <laughs> what 
is that? Would you just drop a normal wand? You convert a thin layer of the ground to molten glass that cools quickly. Creatures in the area take 1d6 points of fire damage per two caster levels and oh. become entangled. Oh, that's pretty cool. Legitimately cannot be cast by anybody in the party. Any creature it's No, it's on the sorcerer list. Oh, I'm sorry, sorcerer. you're a sorcerer. That's, yeah. that's Reflex for half. Entangled creature can blah, blah, blah. The ground is covered Ooh. with slippery expanses and sharp shards of obsidian. Difficult terrain. Acrobatics checks go up. And... Uh, a creature that falls prone in the area takes 1d6. Yeah, so it's interesting. I'll nice little that. AoE. That's a, that's a, no, it's a battlefield control spell. Yeah, I'll and you've got the, the metamagic uh, John to be able to cast shit like that quickly. Might be a little, uh, I don't know what to do. Obsidian Flaw. I gotta use the wand. Oh. Yeah, I don't think you can combine the so wand with a, a metamagic. Fourth wand. level spell. Yeah, I don't know. All so right. it's cast level eight. So that's not terrible. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna pay attention. I will take it. It's great. Let's talk about the rod. Oh, yes. This rod is worth 12,000 gold pieces. Rod is gone. Can't just buy this in any store. It's a type of rod that its effect is a D100 roll. And there are, looks like, about 30 different possibilities for what it does. It's a rod of many things. You know, it might be the equivalent. It's a rod of wonder. Oh, yeah, like a Wand of Wonder from the original... Oh, my God, that's amazing. A Rod of Wonder is a strange and unpredictable device that randomly generates any number of weird effects each time it's used. Activating the Rod is a standard action, and then there's just... One through 100 possibilities. There's like, it can produce like a crazy powerful lightning bolt or like a cloud of butterflies. And you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's lightning bolt. It can make you invisible, shoot a fireball, uh, do a gust of wind. Yep. Oh, stinking cloud. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's almost all bad. But some is worse than others. Uh, summons a rhino, an elephant, or a mouse. Yes. Heavy rain falls for one round in a 60 foot radius. (laughs) 11 through 15 is deludes the wielder for one round into believing the rod functions as indicated by a second die roll, no save. Wow. <laughs> That's, this so is like too. one of the really fun items in the original Dungeons and Dragons. It, this is amazing. I don't wow, know. I it's almost never practical to is actually use. Is it a deck use. of many things? That's another item. That's a different than the rod. Yeah, of Wand of Wonder is, yeah. I remember a deck of things. Could yeah, it be I a mean, fireball? This, Could it be flesh to stone? Yeah. This to me seems like, very, and it's very closely tied to the original spirit of the game. Oh, it's absolutely. Just like, Let's just have a good time see what happens. Yeah. Magic is weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, very cool. Uh, I will take that if nobody else wants it, and oh, I yeah, will man. keep it in a back pocket for when we are really totally fucked. <laughs> That's yeah. your Charlie Day want. That's your wild card. Yeah. Over under. Wild card. card. <laughs> Over under on the rod of many wonders being used. Rod of wonder for the rest. Rod of wonder uh, on the rod being used for the rest of the campaign. Wild I'm going to set it at under. One point five. Oh no! If in Matthew's hands, we're going to see. We're going to get half a dozen uses out of that. <laughs> so you're you're saying over. I'm going to say, the, yeah, if you're setting the over under at what? One and a half. One and a half. And you can't just do it like when well, I can't, you goof I can't, off. I can't bet, right? Because I can affect the outcome. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll uh, take the over. I'll bet $3,000 on the over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> I'm never using this rod. <laughs> Wait, who wins? Who's the, who's the bank? What's the bank? <laughs> I'll take the under. I think that every single combat, he is so stressed with the amount of important shit he has to do. He's never just like... Uh, what am I going to do this round? I'll dick around. Like, just doesn't happen. Well, Dogrith is dead, so I don't have to cast invisibility on three different people anymore. True. I true. can count on one hand the amount of times you cast invi- invisibility on Dogrith. That's not true at all. You did anything but. That's all that's in this room. 
Uh, <laughs> not bitter about it at all. Nobody's taking that suit of armor. Uh, we'll throw in the bag. Yeah, nobody's throw, we throw it down the shaft. Nobody's taking the flaming arrows. I took the flaming arrows. Nobody. Nobody's taking the feather token. I took the feather oh, token I took as well. The feather token. Nobody's taking the rod. The feather the token wand. is for Metro's <laughs> paving business. You guys didn't take any of this stuff. Metro got all, all of it. <laughs> Who is taking the feather token? I'll take it. You want to take it? Want to roll, roll off? No. Give it to Lexington. Yeah, let's roll off. A little feather token. Let's roll, roll off. Something. Bam. Natty twelve. <laughs> Eleven. You got it. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, what's the over under on that feather token being used? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I think it's point five in combat. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It can only be point five. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feather token. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, moving on. What do you want to do? It seems like you've cleared out this room. You got the treasure. You opened the chest. There was nothing in there. There was this note. What do you want to do? Well, seeing as we only have 40 Christmases left, I'd like to clear out the next room. You're a, you're a terrible person. <laughs> Just want to remind you, Troy, in the timeline of Christmases in your life. Before we move on. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Just pee on my face. <laughs> pee in my face and tell me that you love me. Pee in my face and tell you I love you too. I love to hear you all lies. Well, people like urine. Lies. We've been a very urine heavy podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you and yet, everyone absolutely dismissed my idea of the genetically engineered fish to live in urine for the. Uh, for the aquarium in Tennessee. Everyone just dismissed it out of hand. <laughs> Were you just telling passersby? <laughs> I said it on one of these oh, shows. You did. did. I was like, engineer fish to be able to live in urine so that people could, kids can come up and say, hey, and then they pee in the tank and they're just like, oh, I'm helping these fish. And everyone has a great time. And everyone just said, no, that's gross and stupid. You said that on this show? It wasn't, I don't know. On a show? I, been, it might have been, been a dream. Might have been a fever dream. Well, the door's locked, Baron. <laughs> Oh, pardon me. Let me. Uh, All right, Nestor, have a have a go at it. All right, give it a whirl. Let me pitch my urine aquarium idea quickly before I do it. Oh, I don't have time for the elevator pitch. Uh, that is a thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Uh, that is enough. Oh, and I'll tell you right now, you see a room almost identical to the room you were just in. You detect magic. There's nothing you detect in there. Uh, let's uh, do a quick. A perception check, searching around for anything unusual. Mm-hmm. 28. Natural 20, 42. Oh, nothing. 41. Nothing. Another uh, another room of uh, storage. just storage, like storeroom that looks Even like... Even if we been, look through the crates or open the crates or push... Say, the, yeah, if you you're considering that as part of the perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you start just flipping over boxes, looking through, it looks like it's been both ransacked and uh, like only garbage left behind. We light all the crates on fire. <laughs> all right. Metro, uh, her foot gets caught under one of the crate lists. <laughs> you, know, you run out and she burns it. <laughs> Did not see that end for Metro. You yeah. slam the door shut, lean a chair against it. See you next week. I think we should have. <laughs> so angry. If it's a roll. I think one of the things he wants to do because of his bad mood is just like, take it out on Metro. Right. Right. All right. Uh, Your characters are easy to kill. I get her. <laughs> We should approach the corner leading up to the intersection of the north where the wall leads. Based off of all the site-based traps that we've seen so far, Baron's going to just look around himself to see if he can see anything unusual before getting to the corner. Uh, 25. No, no you don't. Uh, 15-foot wide corridor turning into another 15-foot wide corridor running towards the west. Baron looks around the corner himself. And as he does, he puts 
the fingers of his gloves up to his lips, and no sound comes out of his mouth, but Metra hears in her ears. Come on and check it out. I'll peek my head around the corner. Oh, stairs. See stairs. Leading up? Leading up to a door. Oh my god, we could go up a level. We can't go up a level. We have to turn around right now. Yeah, we can't do the entire rest We're of not this I should say these are not stairs anywhere near the length of the winding staircase that brought you up into the warehouse. So it's a split level. <laughs> it's a ranch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a ranch. Right. It's a ranch fortress. Uh, we, let's go do the south passageway. But yeah, these stairs do lead up, you know, uh, 20, 25 feet or so incline to one why, single why door. Why not go up there? Why not? It's not the next level. Why not jaunt into the ethereal plane? Oh. Metro, have a quick look inside. She could do it. I mean, there have been... Incidents. Creatures on the ethereal plane that Where could kill me. That but, would... All right, I will do that. I'll I'll walk up to the door. Listen at the door. Perception check. Sure. Sir Will will come up behind her. Natural twenty on the perception. Check. Oh, Bottom of the nice. stairs. If you're interested, that's a forty. Okay. You listen. You don't hear anything. Natural twenty. Nothing. Nothing at all. So you should feel pretty good. Surely it's safe. Surely. Ethereal plane. The absence of sound is well known to be the absence of evil. And then I will walk, walk <laughs> the door through. So <laughs> saith I am a day. So, so saith I am a day. An editor once said the absence of sound is the absence, the absence of, of evil. Go, Metron. Only the good are silent. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense at all. Only the good. Don't give Troy so much time to think about the things he's going to leave out of the description on the ethereal plane as Metro is there, okay? Go, Troy. What's in there? Go. So you go in? I walk through the door on the ethereal (gasps) plane. This is amazing. Okay. This adventure ruiner. Troy hates it so much. I love it. Okay. He could have cut it from the adventure. I'd love to finish this in 2021. (laughs) Not going to happen. This is the only chance. See a big ass fucking room. Whoa! 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 Oh, I think I see room. what's happening. Here. Oh my god! Let me tell you about this room. It's it's like a a courtyard. You're seeing it in oh, black and white. Uh, well, there are high walls surrounding it, uh, and the walls are decorated with bas reliefs of creeping crystalline plants all over the stonework. And a monumental stairway in the southeast corner. Looks like it leads up to battlements that run along the top of the walls, which are indeed open to the air. To be clear, this stairway is rising up behind Metro. It's like. Right, so the stairs to get up to this door, and then, uh, like, what are they called? Wrap switchback, not really switchback. You have to go into this room, but this room stairs yeah. going up the opposite way, way up, like full stairs to the next level. Um, and it looks like up there is open to the sky, but then on wow. the far end of the courtyard, and those these walls are like sixty feet high. On the far end of the courtyard is a huge set of double doors, and there, this this courtyard is roofed or it is open. It's open. It is. It is open. Mm-hmm. So there's the sky above me. Mm-hmm. Um. I w- so yeah, the stairs are going. The stairs to the south are going up to the next level. So that's pretty far distance. Is what you're saying? It's got to be cold. Yeah, shit, sixty too. feet up, and those stairs are huge. Type of stairs that would like require climb checks. 
it's slow moving. And you have ten minutes a day. Uh, yep. Let me just. I will cast fly on myself. Ooh, cool. And then I will still on the ethereal plane. I'll just fly up the stairs to get a peek of what's upstairs. <gasps> okay. Oh man. Just take a peek. It's a peek. A little peek. So you cast fly, and you just ghostly move up the stairs, still on the ethereal plane. I fly directly through the wall and appear at the top of the stairs. (laughs) Let me take you to another map. Oh, Oh I don't think anyone else should see this but you, but we're friends. You can do that. No, no, we'll look away. Oh, no, if it's another map, you can just put Matthew on it. Just drag his John. I minimize my window. How do I do that? That's what you see, Matthew. Uh, Where am I? At the top of these stairs? I'll describe it to you. So you come up the stairs. Yep. If you were to loop around, I'm assuming you're exploring, yes? Sure. You see double doors leading down deeper into yeah. that, this, this next floor. But if you float to the other side, you can see beyond the doors of the courtyard, and you look down at a big yeah, area that the looks other like side, an entrance. The, the north, the south, the west? Yeah, nothing. Just sheer drop-off to the north and to the south. But to the west is a, a big platform. Three times the size of the platforms where the cloud giants were. Looks like a ceremonial yep. entrance into oh, the castle. Wow. Ah, okay. That And those would be the double doors I saw on the lower level. Right. Now you can see outside and down. I mean, why not take a quick look through these doors? And why not, indeed? Quick look through those doors? Just I'm going to stick my head through. Running out of time. Yeah. Okay. I can go straight, literally, I, on the ethereal plane, I can go straight, and flying, I can go straight down through these stairs back to where we were. Okay. Uh, you look through and you see a terrace. Huge looking terrace. It, it, it's lying in front of these. You would think, like, now that you're piecing this all together, that there was a time or maybe there still is a time when people arrive on this platform behind the double doors in the courtyard, walk into the courtyard, come up these grand mm. stairs, and then walk through the main doors uh, into this terrace. This is, these are the these are the like the ceremonial main doors, right? They don't come the in through the engine level. Sure, they come in through the second floor or the first floor, and then they come up to the second floor to look into this terrace. So you're looking through the the main doors. You think Man. of the castle into the terrace. It's got to be impressive. They're oh yeah. Two carried columns flanking the entrance, depicting life-size cloud giant cards. <laughs> so again, think never-ending story, but not topless. Uh, they're standing uh, to the east in an ornate marble facade, and then an imposing white marble statue of a dragon <laughs> overlooks a semicircular balustrade to the west, and you see gates exiting to the south of this room beyond and you also see several cloud giants just walking around on guard talking to each other and they look discombobulated sure discombobulated mm-hmm. it's kind of like on high alert ah okay I will I will call it a day and I will go straight down through the stair like literally through the solid matter of the stairs and back to my friend. Okay. I will, before you go, I will reveal that room to you just so you get a better sense of what I just described. 
So you see the uh, God, these rooms are all huge. Yeah, yeah. And they really. This is a. This is so. This is this a week long effort to get on roll twenty. This is like I was saying when I went up to go to St. John's Cathedral uh, in Uptown Manhattan, just to get a sense of it's like the largest Gothic cathedral in the world. Like just to get to get a sense of scale of these spaces that we're going to end up in. It's just it's so cavernous, cavernous, humbling, like to be in something that big. It's, I'm that old. Yeah. Yeah. So again, imagine that thing that you can't see beyond the doors downstairs. You look down and see the platform. People would come in, come up these stairs, go through these doors into this terrace, and beyond there are doors actually in the south. And I forgot to say, there are also a set of double doors uh, going further east. Those are the doors that have the two cloud giant statues on either side. And then uh, this little balustrade platform to the west inside of the terrace room has the statue of the dragon. So that's what you see. But you are running out of time, so you run back to your friends. And I tell them all about what I saw. A <sighs> couple less Christmases now after those room reveals. <laughs> Fewer. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Take all your Christmases away. Um, well, it's certainly good news that they seem to be discombobulated. Also not surprising, given our success to date. Yes, they must know we're here. It seems they have not yet found Adriel. I don't it could know. be up there, you know. Should we press our advantage at the moment, or should we keep <clears throat> looking through these other rooms? I mean, we just looked at that last one, and we found, like, the fucking Monty Hall. Mm. So, <laughs> I, I don't know if we want to... I think to we should clear this floor before we move up. I've, I that agree. is my thinking. Yeah. I agree. Let's move south. Come, Lexington. Let's go south. Yeah. We will return here. All right, so Metro got a good scan. Um, and, you know, I can show you now that you've gone up and looked down uh, at what's beyond those double doors. It's just the platform. Great. I'll over that for you later. But in the meantime, you keep going south. You're ignoring that door to the west for now and just clearing out the south? Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you come up to another door that does appear to be locked. Uh, pardon me. Let me work my magic you wouldn't mind uh, that is a 45 nice 45 he crushes it he's plus 33 disabled device at this point oh, good golly yeah. um, good golly <laughs> uh, where you're standing by the way I can reveal more of the hallway going down oh yeah and what you see is that uh, there's another door uh, just, so you've got three doors now you just unlocked one, and then there's two more beyond this passageway to the west. But then just beyond that third door is a door blocking off the south. Maybe into another room. Hmm. You don't know. What is your intention right now? Are you going to explore to the west, or are you going to keep going south? I don't know if we want to tip our hand. I mean, are we trying to open this door right in front of us? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just curious what your intentions are. Well, let's what are your intentions with my daughter? It'll depend on what's in this room. Okay. Yeah. It's identical to the two that you already found. Detect magic, perception. No detect magic. Nothing, no magic, and no perception. There's nothing of value in here. No magic and no perception no allowed. Perception. <laughs> You're immediately blind, permanently. <laughs> All right, then I will peek around the corner of this, um, this passageway this to the west. Okay. And you see... Uh, that it extends about 70 feet or so and then opens up into another room. 
uh, at the extent of your vision uh, metro, you can see that it just ends. All right. Should we sneak down this passageway just to see in, into the room? Sure. All right. So Metro will, will slowly, stealthily make our way down the corridor and then peek around the corner. Okay. Um, flavor stealth or real stealth? Real stealth if you need it. Yeah, sure. I always need it. Uh, 31? 31. No. Yes, 31. 31. Okay. So you sneak, sneak, sneak. Looks like uh, people left here in a hurry. Looks like a, a washroom. It's a giant-sized stone wash basin with three silver faucets standing along the east wall of this room where Metro just peeked around the corner. Two, there's an open cupboard containing folded sheets, rugs that are all rolled up, uh, a stone bowl holding giant-sized bars of soap, and several scrub brushes sit on a uh, square stool nearby. A couple of them lying on the floor. Perception to see if anyone's hiding. Okay. It's not like giants to wash, it's not in like my experience. Uh, that is a... Th- 38. 38. You don't see anyone hiding, but you do see, to the west, a window mm. looking out. And then to the southwest, a passageway leading to a staircase that goes up. Oh, wow. God, this place, I'm so scared. Metro will wave everybody forward and then stealth her way across to the window just to look out. Mm-hmm. And you look out and you just see clouds like you're looking out of an airplane window. <laughs> Floating by. Maybe like we're actually passing through a cloud bank. Yeah. It's like we did boom, like just rumbling the... <laughs> The turbulence, like when you're going through a cloud, like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Batting yeah. at the window. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Will is going to detect evil out to Metra and then sort of all around the room and then into what would be the next room to the south that is unopened, like through that wall, mm-hmm. uh, detecting any evil in this this swath, this 60-foot range. Nothing. Okay. <sighs> no evil in this place. This music is so good. I, this music is great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we head up any more stairs, why don't we clear out the rest of these doors unless the rest of you have another notion. Come, Lexington. Let's do it. We'll go back out to the main hallway where we just were, continuing to move south, and there's a door that we assume will lead to another uh, cargo hold, another closet. Uh, go ahead, Baron. Do your thing. Uh, quick reception check for trips. And that is a 40. Uh, you don't detect any traps. It Push. is locked. Oh. Uh, pardon me. Pardon me, sir. <laughs> pardon me. Uh, that is a 45. Yep, no problem. And uh, it is the same situation uh, where you fought those strange creatures, except no symbols, no creatures, no chess. Nothing of import. Perception. No, no perception. No magic. I'm sensing a theme here, but let's keep going nonetheless. One more, it looks like. Yep, and just to save you time, same situation. Okay. All right, listen at the door to the south. Hold for a moment. Sir Will's going to trot up to it. He's getting a feeling. Uh, and he will detect evil. Through the door to the south. Uh, it goes for 60 feet. And, and he'll obviously weave it around a little bit into an arc. Okay, so you 
put your hand at the door or however you do it to detect evil. You don't detect any evil. I detect nothing. He will trot back a few paces. Go ahead, Nesta. It's locked? Uh, no, it is not locked. All right, I'm going to do a det- uh, perception to detect traps. Uh, that is a 30 on perception, 37 for traps. 30 perception, 37 traps. You don't detect any traps. Is it locked? It is not. Uh, Baron, you care <laughs> to do the honors? Bravo <laughs> <laughs> rolls. Absolutely. And did that, what I'm trying to figure out, I'm happy to do it either way. Did the whispering gloves, the silence that was emanating from them constantly make that other door open more quietly? Just trying to figure out if I He said yes before. Oh, you did? Hold him to it. Don't question. You have me on record. And I wasn't paying attention. Perfect. So Baron will silently open this door. You look down and you see a corridor that appears to wrap to the west. Excuse me, to the east. Okay. It's your corridor that wraps to the east. Um, at the extent of your vision, you see uh, like drainage grates set in the floor. Um, it fells, it smells very musty in this room and wet. There's condensation on the walls. Um, and you do see like fungus and moss and vines growing on the walls at the I don't far like end. That. I don't like that. Mm-mm. I can see farther than this, unless that's a wall. If Metra can see uh, further, you see that, sure enough, five feet beyond Baron's vision, it ends in a wall. <laughs> All right. So close. So close. I count to the 60 feet out. Deck magic? Just just 60 feet, and then... Blah! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I do think it's honestly kind of strange that... All of this is in pitch black. Yeah. That is so weird. Yeah. We're on the second level of a is it, castle. Is not it, all of Is them it are. Sunday? <laughs> are they not closed for the are. weekend? Um, but I'm just trying to think. Okay. Yeah, like the room you got ambushed in was dark. All the other rooms you faced so far were dark. The room uh, that I, I made you, uh, the Metro snuck into, the washroom, that wasn't dark. That was my bad. Well, okay. let's move forward at quarter speed, perceiving every step we go, looking around, looking for any strange changes in yes. the fungus we see, and get to the corner. Yeah, detect magic first. Detect magic. Uh, you don't detect any magic. All right. I'm going to uh, cast detect entanglements <laughs> in 60 feet. Uh, I don't think that's a real spell. <laughs> I think fly. Actually, I think fly is still active on me. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, right. Yeah, if it's been, uh, it's only fifteen minutes. Has it been fifteen minutes since I did my uh, ethereal jaunt. Ethereal John. Uh, I'm going to predict fifteen minutes. Sixteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look. How long did you look out the window? I guess that's the question. I guess that's the real question. It was a great view. It's mesmerized it was by just the clouds. clouds. Did you write a poem? Compose, I composed a sonnet. Uh, I'm going to say you don't have fly. Let's go. All right, then we're I'm going to cast fly. Okay. I'm going to say you don't have fly. I now have fly. I'm going to say and you I will don't. fly just <laughs> above the ground. A foot, ab- a foot above the ground. Okay. 
Baron is moving forward at quarter speed. He'll throw out a perception check as a cursory idea. Uh, 35 as he moves forwards towards this corner to look around the edge. I will also cast mirror image. Okay. I wonder if these are the showers or something. Fly. Mirror image. Peeking around the corner. Baron comes up. Stealthily. Stealthily. Metra. You're uh, 10 feet or so, 20 feet behind Baron to the west. What is uh, Dog, uh, Dog, What is Sir Will and uh, Nestor doing? Nestor is bringing up the rear, uh, kind of hanging back 10 feet from Baron, okay. stealthily. Yeah, and Sir Will's all the way in the rear, staying behind Metra. I make no noise because I. She's, he's just trying stepping. to. He's trying to keep his noise distant from the rest of them. Okay. Again, I'm picturing this like Metra, just the the power of these characters, and like Metra just like floating inches above the ground in total silence. Yeah, with equally, almost equally silent people behind her creeping up. It's uh, it's awesome. It's so cool. Like I can just see like the hand on the knocked arrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That the two arrows that are knocked on there could kill any human on earth in an instant <laughs> yeah and then sir will behind this pen and flapping in the hallway wind yeah and bit. humid wind ready to do seven points of damage <laughs> how dare you smite evil <laughs> he puts uh, he's got his face guard down on his helm it's oh. like his armor clinking B- little tiny paladin baron's got awesome. his <laughs> baron's got his shoulder and his duster against the wall with dawn strike out drawn he looks like deckard from blade runner yeah he's like around a corner <laughs> waiting for the next replicant yeah. <laughs> evangelist plays in the background baron creeps up ahead metra 15 feet or so behind nestor will further back take a peek around the corner stealthily you see some shit (gasps) you see bits of light illuminating this long vaulted hallway that is almost completely draped in this fungus in this moss these climbing vines and the smell this powerful smell of spores and must and uh, herbs is overpowering every step you take deeper into this wet vault rivulets of water are flowing from holes in the walls and in the ceiling it's like dripping water from the ceiling and then coming out of uh, holes in the walls and just draining on a drainage gate that goes the length of the room it's extremely damp, and you hear this constant sound of drip, 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 and water pouring out. You also see four large, gelatinous creatures just and it doesn't seem like they see you. Let me reveal where they are on the map. When I say, let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they look like. Just this bubbling mass with a little tendril coming out of it. But those things are constantly forming and unforming and they're just slowly moving about the room. It looks like they're feeding off of um, 
the the fauna is it flow the flora in here the fauna yeah. the cows they're, they're, they're eating the, a deer <laughs> where did that deer come from oh dear it was a five point buck you say it <laughs> Baron you see this room stretches all the way to the west and because of the light that is illuminating this space at the southern end of the chamber you see that on the far end the corridor opens back up to the north these creatures are just plodding away and they don't see you Baron puts a finger gloved in the whispering gloves up to his lips and is able to speak to everyone within range and says there's four creatures waiting in between us this loops back around what do you want to do and any of you can whisper back with the use of this spell and they shouldn't be able to hear it they don't don't know I'm here they don't know we're here I could use the experience points I think Sir Will is going to detect evil and uh, uh, and he can get uh, two of them in the range. Do they detect his evil? They do not. There was no evil there, Sheriff. Treat with them. Some, oh, some creatures, some <laughs> fungus or plant creatures. <laughs> if it is to be understood from what we from these walls. <laughs> what? I said, treat with them. I treat with them. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps they will negotiate. Yeah, <laughs> I, that always cracks me up. <laughs> We could try to head in from another direction to the east, see if this loops around all the way. It seems to maybe loop around. Yeah, I agree. Let's approach from another direction. Let's see. Let's go back to that dais in the east and come back here if we need to. Agreed. Uh, Troy, the wall to the west is a solid wall, top to bottom, all the way to the back of that room? Yes. Okay. There's no opening here, right? No. Okay. Yeah, no, that's just a grating along the floor. It's about, you know, seven feet wide. I'm wondering if there's access in this area below the grating, like into some other space. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is essentially... Matthew asked a question very early on about their sewer system. I'm wondering if these things eat their poo, kind of like the Odiug. Right. Choice nugs, bro. Choice (laughs) nugs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The war on nugs. And no one has... (laughs) There are no winners in the war on nugs. And no one has dungeoneering. These are probably Oh, I can do dungeoneering, absolutely. Not a good one, but I'll try. Yeah, they probably oozes, and they probably uh, are so freaking hard to damage. Well, not hard to damage, but take so much damage or have DR. Or- I got a 20, and if I know anything, and I can help guide that information, I want to know if given the understanding of my party's capabilities, if we have a good way to tackle these oozes. Here's what you know. All right. You don't know what they are. You know they're oozes. Mm-hmm. So you can think. What can oozes do? What are their immunities? Immune to you would know that stuff. But you don't know what these specific oozes are. Just knowing their oozes, though, is a huge help. You know, they're immune to crits. Um, immune to precision damage. I don't know if they're immune to precision damage. My iPad isn't working. But uh, just knowing their oozes is going to help you. But you don't know what their particular uh, johns are. They are not immune to, uh, whatchamacallit, crits. precision damage. They are immune to crits, immune to uh, flanking. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Uh, they got a bunch of immunities. And you do know that you have the jump on them. Your party does not. But 
you do. Oh, God damn it. Don't let him suck. We, we definitely this. do. Do you? We're aware of them. They're not aware of us. Yeah, I've, I've let everyone know yeah, we're there. there. And then where we are, all we'd really get is a move, a move or, action, or a right, buffing right. standard. That's true. Don't let him Don't let him badger you into this. I think Grant's idea was right. Let's come around the other side, see if there's anything worthy. Yeah, and Sir Will is like, there's nothing evil here. Like, why are we wasting our time with their fucking sewage treatment center? I, li- I also uh, like the idea of how drastically the environment changed in this area which seems to be friendly to them i don't think they'd follow us if we were to leave and we can loop back around and deal with them if yeah be. i don't think they'll take over the world if we ignore them yeah so let's go let's go back let's head, let's head back head to the dais that's the noise you hear qualo 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 so we we head back i close the door with the whispering gloves quietly oh yeah close the door good call um and then we, Steam. if nothing happens and they do not react, we will head north and then go east past the bookshelf. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is back to the original. So there's a Lexington. statue and in an intersection. It seems like Lexington is still on the stairs, the, the spiral staircase we didn't explore. Oh, I, I, just, I just leave him there in the event of uh, <laughs> I get dismounted. Uh, not a statue. It's a, Unmounted. a dais. But that's a room you're going back to. This is the room that Metra could see into when you were uh, dealing with the uh, the chain and the bookcases and the Taiga Giant. Right. G- giving a wide berth to the shaft as we go by. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll do new perception checks as we approach to see if we can hear anything. Any new movement? Any more troops going around? As a joke, uh, Metro pretends to shove Will into the shaft. <laughs> Does he laugh? Does Will laugh? Stop! <laughs> Stop screwing around! Stop screwing around! <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20 for a 42. Nothing. No traps that you okay. can see. Um, all right, so you guys move forward into that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I will reveal it, and I will reveal everything else you see. Because that room is a perfect square. There's a door leading to the south. There is a passageway leading to the north that ends in another door. And then continuing on to the west is another hallway that just keeps going, but you do see uh, 120 or f- feet or so away that it does cut to the south as well as continuing forward. But let's deal with the room that you just walked into. And uh, I can tell you it's bare in here, except for this low uh, circular dais. In the There's middle. a bear! Kill it! Bear. Uh, but atop the dais is a stone building block with inscriptions etched on it. Oh, man. I miss Pembroke. It looks similar to the stones. <laughs> Pembroke. Uh, that For real. You, as opposed to the stones that you saw downstairs and then obviously in the tunnels, this one looks similar to the stones on this floor, which are different from the ones downstairs. So, you know, maybe it's a part of the original creation. Why it's important, you don't know. But the inscriptions are written in giant Can anyone read giantish? Yes. I think most of us can. Uh, there's a, an inscription in giant engraved on each of the block's four vertical faces. On the eastern side, it says, like the fire of a star's birth. Mm. On the southern face, it says, like the air, water, or earth. On the western side, it says, like a rock by magic hurled and on the northern face it says like a mountain 
or the world. Yeah. So, so it's the lyrics from a Bob Seger song. <laughs> <laughs> like the fire of a star's birth, like the air, water, or earth, like a rock by magic hurled, like a mountain or the world. So I think that we could, like, if this were a video game puzzle, we could create fire on one side. We could create earth, air, or water. The star hurled by magic, we found that meteorite piece from mm-hmm. that person. It's the mountain part I'm not as sure about. But then again, Perrin is from the Ashbeak clan. So he could try standing there. Let's give you some happens. knowledge here. Uh, knowledge local, history, arcana, engineering, religion. What are you thinking? I'll do local. And I'll do religion. Oh, gosh. Natty, 18. That's very good. That is a... 47. Local? Yeah. You think that these are uh, words of good omens that go back to the first ever cloud engineers, like, millennia ago? This is not... They're superstitious people. This is not something they'd say to invoke some sort of good luck. Mm. Uh, Nothing but contempt for them, but there we are. Do you ever walk up to a historical building and there'll be a plaque outside? Mm-hmm. And the plaque is, is usually just a historical explanation of what this is and the date. But then sometimes there'll be a quote as well. And the quote is more, um, you know, artsy than related to actual knowledge about the space. That's kind of what this is. It's mm-hmm. just a quote that is an homage to the cloud engineers that they were perhaps trying to uh, be inspired by when they built Zephyr Hall. Anything else revealed with the 25 Relige? 25 Relige is actually the exact DC. Oh, hell yeah. For you to know that this block is more than just ornamental, (gasps) more than just an homage to the past. It is the magical center of gravity for the entire Cloudcast. Holy what? shit. Oh. And we'll see you next Oh my god. Oh. We could shake up all gravity wow. inside the castle. What I don't if I were to reverse gravity on the center of gravity. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. I don't know who that benefits. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 